Ricky Larson, Lucky Shots Media, back with us here as we hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. We were just talking on his podcast. I encourage you to check them all out throughout the week. Does great job fantasy football and just the NFL covered uh, like a blanket. Um, so, Ricky, good to get you back, and we enjoyed a feast of football. Yeah, we did. Uh, three real good Thanksgiving games, a lot of fun to watch. Uh, for the most part, too, you got a lot of fantasy output out of uh, those games as well, so. Right. Gotta gotta love the Thanksgiving festivities, that's for sure. Bingo. Uh should be a good Thursday night game as well. Bills, Patriots, Patriots kind of fighting for life in a tough division. Uh, you're starting Josh Allen. It seems like uh, a couple of weeks ago we were scared he was gonna be done for the year, and now he's just out there going, you know, as usual. I find the running backs, you're gonna start Stevenson. Harris seems to be banged up now. But what do we do with Singletary and James Cook? You keep hearing, and this might be a theme. Like, do they start, do these playoff teams start lightening the load for their starting running backs to try and limit their touches to try and keep them fresh for the playoffs? And then what does that mean for some handcuffs as we go through them? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a decent point. Uh, I just, I do think this game is going to be a pretty close game, divisional game on a Thursday night. Bills have already played a few of these kind of close games. So uh, I don't think we're to the point yet where, you're letting off the gas at all with any of your players, uh, especially with the Bills. You're you're sitting up there fighting with the Jets and the <laughs> Dolphins in that yeah. division. So uh, you're going to have to keep rolling full steam until you have secured your spot over one of those two teams. So uh, honestly, Singletary has been one of my happy surprises of the year is you didn't get much out of him in his first, what, two, three seasons. And yeah. This year, they're finally not making Josh Allen do absolutely everything, and uh, Singletary's going out there and putting up decent numbers. There is that possibility that Cook can continue to also get a split of that and possibly get some of the receiving. Uh, but if I was to start the running backs, Devin Singletary, I'd probably start him in a flex depending on what you have for running backs. But sure. that's where I would be most comfortable uh, putting him. What do we do uh, outside of that? I mean, Diggs, you're starting. Uh, Gabe Davis. Uh, Patriots have been interesting, right? Is Aguilar back? Can you trust him? I love Stevenson on my crap team because he's just uh, an absolute workhorse. But um, do you start DSTs here? Is this going to be a shootout? What are you thinking? Uh, shit. Maybe the Bills defense. I think I could still be confident in them. Uh, we don't know exactly what New England's offense is going to do, what they can do. Uh, it, I just find it hard to, in my head, see how the Patriots are putting up either big plays, a lot of yards, and big points against the Bills uh, when they don't really have those those weapons to do that. Unless right. Stevenson's running and breaks off three 60-yard touchdowns, I don't see a whole lot of big plays happening uh, for New England side of the ball. So I think you'd still be all right with Buffalo's defense in that game. Yeah, Jones is listed as like one of the least productive quarterbacks coming into this week. Stevenson's ranked top four and could be higher depending on Jacobs and Mixon's health. Um, all right, so hopefully a good Thursday night football contest there. Uh, who's the best quarterback in the Jets-Vikings game? <laughs> you know, uh, you got Kirk Cousins is always a just decent play. 
uh, with the weapons that he has to use. Is it going to be Mike White? Is it going to be Zach Wilson? Don't necessarily know which one you're going to be having in that game. So I'd probably steer away from either one of them. Uh, it, It could be a decent fantasy outing for either one of them as the Vikings defense tends to allow uh, offenses to score and move the football. Yep. You just don't know who it's going to be. And you wouldn't want to roll out Zach Wilson and then it be Mike white. And you don't want to go pick up Mike white, drop somebody, put him in and then it be Zach Wilson. So I'd probably just stay away from either one of those guys. Uh, but you never know. Uh, right. Running back wise. I think you're, you're safe with Dalvin cook. I was really hoping that James Robinson would just kind of be the pseudo Brees Hall for the rest of this year. Well, talk about the really Jets because you've got uh, you got Carter banged up and the hottest waiver wire edition, which, you know, it, it's still kind of cloudy because is Carter going to play. You said it is Robinson going to have a little bit more preparation this week and steal. But Zonovan White has been a guy that everyone's like, wait a second. Why we got to pick him up all of a sudden? Yeah. It's it's a little too messy for me to to trust putting any of those running backs into the mix. Right. Uh, I'm just not a fan of like if I'm trying to think I'm going to put one of these guys into my lineup. I'm like, eh, sure. I'd rather do something else. Yeah, agreed. Uh, you like uh, obviously Jay Jettas, Garrett Wilson, all of a sudden uh, his coming out party last couple of weeks. Does it continue? Uh, you would hope so, because what else do the Jets really have to throw to? You've got, you yeah. still have Jamison Crowder out there. You've got Elijah Moore, maybe, unless he's mad at the coaches this week. I mean, the, the only consistent guy you've got for that receiving core is Garrett Wilson. So I'm happy to toss him out there as well. And then tight end wise, you just, you don't know what, yeah to do with that either because it, sometimes it's Tyler Conklin sometimes it's big game out of him and then sometimes it's nothing so uh the only thing I'm very comfortable playing from the jet side is Garrett Wilson yeah outside of that I'm like yeah only only narrative uh and again I don't like it because he could bust but Tyler Conklin revenge game Minnesota perhaps <laughs> Minnesota not great against tight ends we'll see all right, this might be the most disgusting fantasy matchup ever. I dare you to try and parse through and find out who you're starting out of the Steelers-Falcons matchup. What are we doing with the Falcons backfield? You don't know which Mariota you're going to get, whether he's a solid streamer, whether he's a dud. Um, Kenny Pickett is looking like Matt Ryan. Uh, you know, what's your read here? Najee Harris banged up, and we've got uh, you know a running back committee all of a sudden potentially in Pittsburgh. You know, I'm thinking... Uh... We have to just stick with the couple guys that we've been fine with all season for the Steelers with Pickens uh, and Fryermuth. Outside of that, I I don't really want to touch much out of this game. Uh, not not a huge believer in most of that. Um, may, maybe Drake London. Who knows? You know, he, he's had some games where it's like, yeah, that guy yeah. does have something. Maybe this is one of those games, uh, but I'm I'm very hesitant to play anybody from Atlanta because I, I do believe in that uh, Steelers defense, especially with T.J. Watt uh, continuing to 
be back and be healthy. So, and you like the DST this week against the Falcons, do you not? Yep. Yeah, that I do. Uh, I think they'll get to Mariota a few times for some turnovers, uh, and that uh, very valuable defensive touchdown. I feel like one of those probably could be coming this week as well. Packers, Bears, yuck. And this, uh, if you take a look at both records and then if you try and parse through fantasy options too, right? Is it Simeon? Is it Fields? Is it Rodgers? Is it Love? Um, And then what do you do with Christian Watson? He might win somebody a fantasy championship, right? If you kind of waited and found him at the right time on the waiver wire because he's looking like a stud. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, I I think you're you're fine with Aaron Jones. Yeah. I I think it's going to be a good week for him. He was somebody... I was considering for DFS. Uh, I think that'll be a decent week for him. Christian Watson, I I made the mistake of waiting for another week to go pick him up after that uh, first big game. He's been continuing to do it the past three weeks. Uh, so I think regardless of who his quarterback is going to be, he's going to have a fine game. He's kind of solidified himself as, hey, throw me the ball and things will happen. Uh, yep. <clears throat> for Chicago, sitting here like who the hell knows if justin fields is in i think you're fine playing him in turn i think you can then play cole Komet uh as either a tight end or a flex but wide receivers no thank you and moody just went down like who's uh, it's so cloudy who's even going to be i mean Komet might be the only target right yeah and then i mean if you look at the packers defense there's a reason that teams don't throw on them so much. It's because they can run all over them. So mm-hmm. possibly David Montgomery is a good play. Um, and if Justin Fields is in, this could be a lot of running from the Bears offense. Right. Good point. Jaguars, Lions. I think this could potentially be a fantasy bonanza game, but Trevor Lawrence, I, I'm interested in this. True or false, he's going to be a top five fantasy quarterback this week. I can take that. Uh, I I don't mind that at all because last week came out, played against, you know, a Ravens defense at this year. They're a little shaky, but he stepped up, made the plays he needed to kind of reverted back to the first few weeks of the season where we were like, Hey, maybe Trevor Lawrence is figuring it out. Uh, And the the Detroit lions defense is just, they Mm. give you all the points in the world that you want. And then they just try to play keep up. So uh, yeah. I think I think Lawrence is going to have an, a top five game. Yeah, I could see that. Let's say you're uh, you know you haven't had gr- you had Lawrence as your quarterback. You've been kind of you haven't had a strong you know rollout start. I don't know what I'm saying, but it's like say you're deciding between Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson right now. Is that an easy decision? Uh, I wouldn't say it's easy because you do have the allure of Deshaun Watson. He's going up against Houston. First game back could be something special, uh, but I would rather go Trevor Lawrence there. Better, in my opinion, a better matchup. Uh, and we don't know exactly what we're going to get out of Total Sean mystery. Watson. Yeah, no. the, it's it, people think it's set in stone that ah, it's Deshaun Watson. He's going to come in and just immediately tear it up. We haven't seen him play football for forever, and we don't <laughs> yeah. know exactly what we're going to see. He hasn't been on the field with this offense. So there's going to be that learning curve, that little bit of a period of you don't know what it's going to look like in a game with that yeah. offense. You can run through practice all you want, but until you get in the game, 
you don't know what you're going to get. Flip a coin with Williams and Swift. I mean, it looks like Williams is going to be getting the touchdown, Swift maybe the yardage, but they're both kind of in that 10 to 12 range. Yeah, I I would trust uh, Williams to at least get in the end zone once. Swift, it's a little irritating. He actually did. I would like to point out he did get a touchdown last week, and then there was a penalty or something. Oh, so yeah, he didn't that's end right. up registering he you know, his knee was down. His knee was down a half yard shy. It was like, oh my go. goodness. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I still think he got in, but it is what it is. Uh, you got to just go with Williams. Uh, he kind of reminds me of James Conner last year. Of yeah, you didn't expect much, but he's getting a lot of touchdowns. Uh, he's somewhere ranked up there in the top top for uh, running back scoring touchdowns. So oh yeah. I think he's the definite play there. You can just, if you're a Swift owner, you can just hope that he gets in the end zone and they give him an adequate amount of touches. That's kind of where I'm sitting right now with that. Yeah, Williams, 13 touchdowns. Uh, he's been dominant in that category for sure. Jaguars favored in this game at Detroit. Um, Kirk, you know, you're hoping Zay Jones just popped off and then he could go quiet this week. Marvin Jones caught a touchdown. I mean, you're kind of just reaching for whoever you think at that point. I like St. Brown for the Lions. I will say a sneaky stash candidate, uh, Jamison Williams, mm -hmm. also your boy for Ohio State. He's going to come back at some point, and maybe he could be a guy for you. Yeah, uh, it's been interesting with him because he was he was one of those top receivers taken, and mm -hmm. What has he seen the field for maybe like one drive this season? Well, he's coming off it? the ACL. He tore in that uh, national championship game. He right. was supposed to come back this, or he was cleared to return, I guess, off of IR this past week. They're not rushing it. And then we're kind of taking it week by week from here on out. Right. So it's interesting to spend that kind of draft capital on somebody that bingo hasn't even played all year. So is the possibility of him being back going to give them another weapon and make this offense move even more? Or is it going to be that slow process of he hasn't been on the field? He doesn't really know the offense all that much. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if you want to, like you said, stash, I wouldn't quite take the flyer on him yet, but right. stash and wait and see wouldn't be the worst idea. I might've been a week early. Um, Cause I, I did <laughs> take that in uh, one or two leagues. Just hoping. All right, is it time to panic about your boy, our boy, Saquon Barkley? Um, maybe at least a little bit a pedestal down, right? He's not the uh, clear-cut running back favorite, but you know, a couple of single-digit performance lately. Giants are starting to slip into standings, and all of a sudden, here comes a really solid commander defense. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it hasn't been all that terrible. If you look at against sure. Dallas, Still had 15, but that's because he got himself into the end zone. But still had six targets in the passing game, which is always a good number for a running back. Uh, it, it just hasn't been as explosive. I don't think you need to panic at all. Uh, but just bring bring those expectations down from the clouds of what we did have the first few weeks because uh, he's still fine. Washington's defense, it's it's no joke. So it could be a tough game. Uh, for Saquon, but if you look at that, the rest of that Giants offense, they need Saquon to win the game. So yeah. he's going to have to produce something out of that if uh, the Giants are going to go out and win against Washington. 
I mean, uh, these are getting real deep league here, but if you're scrapping for something, I like Darius Slayton. I like Richie James as a DFS play at a garbage time touchdown, but he's he's been having a couple of good games here, and he's got the talent. Scary Terry needs to find the end zone. Uh, Heineke keeps on winning, though. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts from this game? Um, you know, you could possibly, uh, if you really wanted to, roll out Antonio Gibson as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, it's just really hard with this backfield because I drafted Brian Robinson and held him on my bench throughout the entirety of his injury, brought him back. They said he was going to be the one hasn't really turned out that way. It's been kind of honestly more of a 50, 50 split, but Gibson gets more of those valuable touches closer to the goal line. So uh, I think Gibson quite possibly could punch in at least one touchdown this week. So he's somebody else that like Singletary, I could, see starting in a flex spot uh moving ahead to tennessee and philadelphia here right yep that's what we've got which miles sanders are we gonna see huh uh this guy is the most frustrating guy ever uh and then you've got obviously the workhorse derrick henry on the other side yeah i mean tennessee if you look at where they're ranked defensively against at least the quarterback jalen hurts 28th so not not super hot there. Uh, I, I think we could see quite a bit of running out of Philly. Um, Tennessee, they're always tough. And you look at their record right now and you're like, how are they sitting they're right like, there? Huh? They don't yeah. look that impressive. Uh, but they still somehow go out and get the job done. Uh, so Hurts, I think, you know, what is he sitting here at? Quarterback three projected. Uh, I think he'll stick himself into that top five, but into the top three, maybe not because again, Tennessee just plays you close. Uh, Gonna, gonna be playing AJ Brown. Yep. Devontae Smith. I, I don't even know. Uh, If, if you really want to go ahead, I'm probably not going to. It's just infuriating to be honest. And then on the other side, Tennessee, Derrick Henry, uh, that's the only thing I'm confident in playing. If you want to roll out any of their receivers, good luck figuring out which one. Burks is interesting to me where it's like he's obviously worth a roster spot, but yeah, it's uh, it's whether you have the uh, wherewithal to put him in there. But he's been all right. Again, it's kind of been quiet because he spent so much time injured all year for the rookie. Yeah, right. Um, all right, this might be short and sweet. It's your Denver Broncos, Ricky. Uh, I mean, Latavius Murray might be the only plug your nose and play. Yeah, I would, I would plug in Murray. Uh, you know, they showed the halftime stats of offensive players last week for the Broncos and you had Latavius Murray sitting there with nine carries for 81 yards. And I'm like, why are we not giving this guy the ball more? Why aren't we just running the ball every single play nearly 10 yards a carry? Please put him in. Uh, he had a huge run as well that didn't end up getting into the end zone, but had it gotten in there, it would have been an even bigger day for him. Uh, I don't trust our offensive line to pass block worth a damn, but it seems like we can run block like nobody's business for the past two years. So uh, I think, I think you can start Murray and expect a decent amount out of him. uh, Because had he gotten a touchdown last week, that puts him into the 16, 17 area. Um, which 
if you get 16 or 17 out of your running back, you're, you're pretty happy with that. So uh, I, I think you could play him other than that. Don't touch the Broncos offense. No. Uh, and honestly, I would hesitate playing a lot of Baltimore because Agreed. again, Denver's defense is pretty dang good. Uh, if, if you have Jackson, you got to roll them out. But if there's possibly a better matchup with a, a quarterback that looks worse, maybe you could go ahead and plug in and play that instead of Lamar this week. Um, would you go to Sean over Lamar? You know, why not? Uh, I'm not super into uh, Deshaun Watson this week because I do think it's going to be a struggle first week back, but I think he has a better possibility to put up a lot of fantasy points than Lamar against a pretty tough defense. Uh, I believe the second ranked against quarterbacks. And uh, Houston's third ranked. So that's what's interesting too. But, you know, Houston's interesting just because everyone runs on them because they're already yeah. winning the game. Um, yeah, so that'll be interesting. I, you know, last week it was Demarcus Robinson, Demarcus Robinson, Demarcus Robinson. <laughs> you know, like, okay, thanks for playing. It, it's just such a mess. Andrews, you know, you're just hoping at this point. Um, you know, he's no Travis Kelsey. Like, you know, we, we, that was the one-two punch every single year. Andrews just doesn't look that healthy. Um, Broncos going to have a new quarterback, a new head coach next year? Yes or no? Uh, uh, hopefully a new head coach before the end of the year. Uh, <laughs> we'll see, but honestly, it's... Didn't you I, just sign gonna... Russ to a new deal, too? <laughs> am I, yeah, am I tripping on that? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure, but, uh, you know... I don't want to give up on Russell Wilson when, oh. again, it's trying to hit or trying to fit a square peg. Excuse me. A square peg into a round hole. It, it's tough. They're just trying to sit him in the pocket, make him a pocket passing quarterback when he can't even see over the offensive line. And that's why most of his passes get batted down. He, he needs to be moving out of the pocket, creating space to then throw the ball. So, I don't want to give up on him yet. I would like to see somebody give him an offensive scheme that fits the way he plays. Right. We see it with the Eagles, how that works out. We see yeah. it with even the Bears offense, how that works out. So it pains we'll you to talk. To yeah. It pains you to yeah, talk about yeah, Russell exactly. Wilson. I can hear it. Uh, Russell Wilson, five year extension with Denver through 2028. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I gotta say he looks done to me, but again, it could just be the you know the Manila offensive play calling too. But I mean, I didn't like what I saw in the final years in Seattle, and I'm not liking what I'm seeing right now. But hey, we'll see. Geno Smith, you know, all of a sudden, you know, yeah. looks so maybe you can rehabilitate the quarterback. We've kind of talked a lot about the Sean. I you know, it's take your pick whether you think you know you got road game Amari Cooper. Uh, is Donovan Peoples-Jones going to be a target like he was for Brissett and Joku? You know, a lot of question marks here in the Texan side of things. I mean, you know, you're, you're basically rolling out Nico Collins if you have to. And then um, you're starting to get a little bit more worried about Damian Pierce, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I feel like the running backs are probably the only thing you can be comfortable playing this week. Um, yeah, you can definitely still roll out Amari Cooper because you would assume that's going to be the main target. But again, we don't know what we're going to get out of Deshaun. So uh, the only things I'd be comfortable playing are Nick Chubb. Um, and I think you can be fine with Damian Pierce this week. 
the the Browns are 31st against the running back position. That's just it's a prime matchup for a guy who has that ability to go out there and put up some big. It's points. The only way to win, you know, feed yeah. the rock. I I start. I'm in a QB uh, two quarterback league. I started Kyle Allen, which looked real rough starting ahead, and then he actually was okay. He was better than Andy Dalton, my other option. But um, yeah, we'll see that. You know, we were talking on again, Lucky Shots Media, Ricky Larson. We were talking some lines. To keep an eye on the revenge game. Houston's going to be going up for Deshaun Watson's return. Yeah, Dylan's um, more. Uh, more interested in the fan interaction of that game than the actual game. I want to see some salacious signs. I want to see people just, you know, berating that creep Deshaun Watson. Uh, But then he's also starting in my fantasy league, two of them. So I hope he uh, (laughs) he blocks those out and does all right. Uh, Still a scumbag though. Uh, Seahawks and Rams starting any Ram, maybe Van Jefferson, if you have to, but even as the number one receiver, this dude can't eclipse 11 points. It's like, yuck. Yeah, it's tough. Um, you know, the one week that I had to go out and start Matt Stafford because Tua was on a bye, mm-hmm. luckily cashed in with a big 50-yard touchdown. Other than that, it's it's really tough. Uh, and it's weird to say about uh, the Super Bowl champions of last year. How is this that, not a bigger story? Like, we're, yeah, they're yeah. done. They've literally quit on this season, and it's like, what? Shouldn't McVeigh be a little bit more under fire? I get it's injuries and everything, but it's like, wow, they look like they're in purgatory after winning. Yeah, and I mean, when your only weapon goes down, and now you're kind of scrambling to figure out the rest of it because you don't have running backs, you don't have any other wide receivers to do anything for you. It's a tough situation to be in for them, I think. And looking forward, you know, Cup coming off ankle surgery, you know, is he going to be that effective going forward another year uh, underneath the age belt? I just, you know, that's crazy to me for the Rams. But, hey, they got their Lombardi. That's all that matters. Um, This should be a pretty damn good game. Dolphins, 49ers. um, Interesting fantasy-wise, too, because, you know, you want to roll out everything Dolphins, but the Niners defense, does that make you pause a little bit? Uh, it makes me a little hesitant. I, I'm still rolling out to it and everything and expecting in the 20s somewhere. But, uh, you know, this could be a game where either the San Francisco defense really shuts down Miami's offense and Miami's defense stops Christian McCaffrey on the other side and we don't see a whole lot of points or it could go the other way. And that's just big play after big play from both teams. Uh, I'm hoping it's the latter. But it, we'll see. I think you, you've got to start everything as you would in any other game. So you've yeah. got to roll out uh, Tua. you got to roll out Tyreek. you got to roll out Jalen Waddell. Their running back situation, I don't know what to do with that because mm-hmm. it's was Mostert for a bit. Then, uh, what was it, Jeff Wilson Jr. came in, had a few good games. So I'd probably stay away from their backfield. Uh, but the Niners, Jimmy G, honestly, is a streaming option this week. I don't know if anybody's on a buy. I think we're through the buys. By this uh, Cardinals point. on a buy. So if you have Cardinals Kyler Murray, that's yeah. a good one. So I would o- almost be okay <clears throat> rolling out Jimmy G. Miami's 30th against the quarterback. Could be kind of a sneaky play. Uh, Debo, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey. I think you roll it all out and just hope for the best because uh, those are some of the best options in fantasy uh, this week. 
He's questionable. I think he's going to be all right. I don't know who the heck would it be. CJ Beathard, <laughs> Beathard. Um, you know, uh, that, maybe keep an eye on that, but I think Garoppolo is going to play. And then, yeah, feast. It should be a great matchup. All right. Uh, Chiefs Bengals. We, we, it should be a great game. We're looking forward to this. Start Mahomes, start Burrow. Is Mixon going to be back? If not, you're starting P Ryan. Um, let's see. Chiefs backfield. You just don't even know. Uh, I will yeah. say for a stash candidate, if you've got a roster spot, maybe Melvin Gordon, just to kind of see what <laughs> you're already shaking me off. No, uh, come on. No, uh, you could put the old school stickum that is like rubber <laughs> cement on his hands and he'd still find a way to drop the ball. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, but Isaiah Pacheco, I've been rolling out yeah, the yeah. past few weeks and it honestly hasn't been that bad. No, he's it's, been solid. It's been very like temper your expectations expect 10 to 15 uh which is kind of where he's been sitting i think you're okay doing that uh but like you said just you're rolling everything out uh and if you're not able to roll out mix and you're rolling out p ryan he actually helped yeah. sink me in a league last week so mm. uh tough but he he's a viable candidate as well yeah and i think uh has jamar chase come back yet so he, yeah, that is also something to keep an eye on. He was eligible to return last week, did not come back. Um, he's eligible to return this week, and I think that's the target, which obviously Tyler Boyd's fallen off a cliff too, and that pr- pretty much renders him useless. Hayden Hurst, I might bring him down too. T. Higgins has been feasting, so keep an eye on that. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like this is a pretty big game, especially being an AFC kind of late-season matchup. Uh, I think you could expect Jamar Chase to be out there because it's a game that the Bengals go out and win it. We could be talking about the Bengals a little more seriously going out throughout the rest of the year. They would only be a game back of the Chiefs. It would have huge home field advantage um, implications too. You know, if you roll out Chase, what if he's just not 100% and he's used as a decoy? That's what I hate with that stuff. Again, again, two weeks until the fantasy playoffs for most leagues – um, if you've got, if you've got seven losses, you basically have to win out anything more than that. You're toast. Uh, yeah, six, six losses. You're kind of fighting, trying to go one-on-one, but you want to win both these weeks here. Um, so we're glad to get Ricky back here and help you optimize your lineup. All right. Last three games here, Chargers Raiders, Chargers Raiders. You might be starting everyone and their mother, right? Uh, this should be an absolute load of points. I think the Raiders just played a game that went into the seventies. Herbert's starting to look good. Doesn't matter because my team has eight losses and uh, <laughs> he screwed me all year. Uh, what's your read? Yeah, you, you can. I think you're rolling everybody. I think you can even go as deep to roll out Mac Hollins in this game. Oh, man. I, yeah, Mac saved me in uh, deep league. So I, I think you're good doing all of that. Uh, the only thing, do we completely trust Keenan Allen? He finally doesn't have any sort of designation on his name. Yeah. Went out, had 15 last week. Starting to get back into the roll of things. So, uh, I, I just, I, you got to roll them out. What, what is your expectation out of it? I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I think, uh, you know, this is going to be a close game because it's a divisional matchup. Neither team has been playing super duper. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's going to be pretty close and could be a fantasy fantasy fest uh which i don't i don't mind seeing that 
No, we love that. Um, Mike Williams might be back, so keep an eye on Josh Palmer potentially, but now Herbert's throwing to everyone. Like Carter's still putting up games. Palmer was in double figures. Um, and I love Eckler, as does everyone. Yeah. Um, and then keep an eye on Josh Jacobs. He was questionable leading into a game, and then obviously was running back one. He is banged up still. Amir Abdullah is a guy who actually scored a touchdown last week. Uh, he's like the receiving back. Zamir White I keep hearing about, but it's like, you know, I'll, I'll have to see it to believe it, I guess. Yeah, I I was even hearing about Zamir White before the season started mm. at some small point earlier in the season. And we, I don't know if I've seen him on the field, but no, yeah, a couple times. So uh, I, I just, until he's actually out on the field, I'm going to steer away from buying into that hype. I'm wondering because everyone's I, I keep hearing like, hey, he's the he's the running back to pick up in the rate in the Raiders back. So I'm going, huh? I'm like, I'm not even seeing him like projected points. Right. Um, yeah, I'm still. Li- oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, he's projected point seven. OK, he's still available. Maybe I'll pick him up. Um, there you go. <laughs> all right. Last two games here. Uh, Saints. Where am I at here? This is Monday Night Football Saints Bucks. Yuck. Um, no, no four net. And then you're going to roll out white. If you have Fournette and he's playing, you're probably sticking out there and just hoping. Uh, Saints, you're a little bit uh, – Alvin Kamara, just not a good season for him. No, no, not at all. Uh, honestly, I, I forgot that I'm in a fourth league, uh, and he was the one running back we were able to actually pick up. And <laughs> two fumbles last week, that's oh. tough. I uh, got some of that Melvin Gordon syndrome out there. <laughs> Uh, it's tough. I I'm still extremely confused about why Andy Dalton continually without question is rolled out as the starting quarterback. Yeah. I, I just don't get it. He hasn't done anything to be like that. We are definitely keeping him as our quarterback. I don't know what, uh, Jameis Winston did to piss him off, but he right. hasn't seen the field since what week one. Yep. And there's really no reason for it. And I think even at this point, Taysom Hill would be a better option than Andy Dalton. He's not doing anything. Uh, this offense needs some sort of spark. And they just don't have it right now. I'd love to be rolling out Chris Olave with confidence. I can't because nope. uh, you don't know what quarterback. I mean, you know it's going to be Andy Dalton, but you don't know what version of Andy Dalton it's going to be. Uh, so that's just, it's super tough. Chris Godwin, though, last week. What a game for him. So I think you can kind of expect that again this week. Maybe we see more from Mike Evans, who you didn't see a whole lot out of last week. No, he's he's had a tough stretch here lately. Tom Brady, for all that we've been making fun of him this year, he's thrown two picks over 3,000 yards. I mean, not many touchdowns, but this dude is still, he's still killing it. I can't believe it. Sneakily still doing Tom Brady things without the touchdown. So bingo. Yeah. And I, I say never count out Brady in the playoffs. They could have won the Super Bowl last year. They should have beat the Rams. Um, okay, let's see here. All right, yuck. Dallas Colts. Why is this on our television Sunday night? Uh, you know, like I'm a Matt Ryan fan and I'm screaming you might have to bench him at this point. Like, you know, it, it is ugly. Jeff Saturday. You know, we we praised him, and now he looks like he doesn't know his left from his right hand when it comes to coaching. He's, you know, not calling timeouts when he should be. Then he's defending himself only for the, to sleep on it and walk back his statements the next day. Mess. Uh, Colts, who are you starting, if anybody? Um, 
and then Cowboys. I mean, CD, Zeke and Pollard are interesting. Zeke's been a little bit more touchdown dependent lately. Yeah, yeah. I'm still, if I'm rolling out a running back for Dallas, it's uh, Pollard for sure. Uh, how about Dalton Schultz last week? Well, a couple of touchdowns. Possibly he's somebody you can roll out. He's on fire. Uh, yep. Indy, it's Ugh. tough. You, you've you got guys at the receiver position that have talent that should be going out and putting up a decent stat line every week. But it's just that passing game doesn't really have an identity. Um, if you're rolling anything out, you can roll out Jonathan Taylor. But I'd still even be kind of hesitant about that because Dallas's defense – they're honestly the reason that the Cowboys are sitting at the position they are. They had to get through four weeks, four or five, five weeks of uh, Cooper Rush. Everybody yeah. wanted to credit Cooper Rush for that. It was definitely the defense. Dak's comeback hasn't necessarily been outstanding, yeah. but, you know, putting it together at least. Uh, but that, that Dallas defense, I think possibly roll them out this week. Uh, there's going to be turnovers, going to be sacks. It might be kind of rough for the the Colts, but they're also going to play tough. So who knows? Yeah, I, I mean, I've been rolling out the Dallas, their number two defense. I've been kind of just staying put with them. They've been rolling out everything. Their worst game actually was their most recent one, four points against the Giants. So, yeah, Matt Ryan's going to have a uh, tough day indeed. Sports Center or Sports Center, ESPN had like this huge piece on like, Michael Pittman a feature on his stutter and then I was like I listened to the interview and and like he didn't even slip up on one word I was like what what the hell even is this um but yep we get another they're just reaching for any storyline for the cold season um and it continues primetime Sunday night uh we got primetime what'd you say we've got to keep uh an eye out on Odell how about that who knows where he's going to be signing uh it and who knows if it's even going to be before the regular season of fantasy ends, you know? Yeah. So if you're possibly getting into those playoff implications of you're going to be in, you're kind of on the border of being in, maybe you go pick him up and he could be somebody at least in those playoff matchups could go out and put something up for you. Um, and did I see that Russell Gage or not Russell Gage, uh, Calvin Ridley sneakily just signed somewhere else besides the Falcons. Uh, besides the Jack, uh, didn't he get traded to the Jaguars? I thought that was at the Did deadline. He? Yeah, I, so it was all very sneaky. Not a whole lot said about. It. Yeah, that was a deadline move because he's just inactive. He's on the Jaguars now, if I'm not there mistaken. Um, yeah. So uh, dynasty. I mean, that's an interesting one. Trevor Lawrence too. That's going to be big. Um, yeah. So all right, another loaded week of football. Two weeks to go until fantasy football playoffs. And like you said, like if you're sitting pretty where you're going to be in the playoffs and you got roster spots, go pick up OBJ. <laughs> Don't pick up Melvin Gordon. Uh, but there's <laughs> no. some other guys out there. Um, good stuff. Ricky Larson, Lucky Shots Media. Appreciate you as always. We'll talk next week, buddy. Yep. Thank you.